Securities offered through Kester Investment Services, LLC, Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Capital Advisory Group, Inc. is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Neither Kestra IS nor Kestra AS provide legal or tax advice and are not certified public accounting firms. work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here is Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufall. Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Sufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Sufall. He is the Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Hello, Jeff. Hi, happy Saturday. Good to be here. Talking taxes on a Saturday. Yes. It's great. Oh, it's beautiful outside. <laughs> yes. We're in the fall officially. It's October, and October is financial planning month, so yes. we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. But as always, I like to start off the show by just telling people, Jeff Zufall is the guy that you need to contact if you need help with your taxes. And taxes aren't just April 15th. All year long, yes. Taxes are all year long. Do you realize that every time you get a paycheck, and this was not a payday Friday. I, uh, <laughs> next week. <laughs> fingers crossed, can we make it till next week? Uh, every time you get a paycheck, there's a taxable event. Yes. That has happened. So With a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. So look at your stub. You know, pull that out. When's the last time you pulled that out and looked yep. at it? You know, you always look at the bottom line, what went in. But yep. what came out? What came out, where to go? And where did it go? Does it help you or hurt you is the question. And I always I coined this phrase, and we're still waiting for the uh, yeah copyright the copyright to go through paycheck gymnastics. Yes, yes. How can I bend my paycheck in different ways without breaking it? Mm-hmm. In ways that I can keep a little bit more of my money in my bank account rather than going out to the federal government. And we are um, looking at uh, personally what we pay. For my son's schooling, yes, um, we are getting that in an account, an FSA, saving that, keeping it away from the tax man, yes, and then just using that money to pay for school. I'm in the 24 percent tax bracket. Well, that means you know I'm saving that much exactly on uh, on on money that would be spent on school anyway. Anyway, you got to write the check. Um, yeah, so do it on a tax efficient basis. And the government, uh, Congress, whoever wrote the tax code, mm-hmm. IRS didn't write the tax code. No, they just enforce it. They're just so the enforcement it's wing. Congress that actually writes the tax laws, puts them in play, um, with a lot of lobbyist groups involved to right. say, "Hey, we need this or we don't want that." Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember the postcard. We we're supposed to. Yeah. Well, we file. We're it, supposed to be. Fill our taxes out on a postcard and mail it in, and that's it. Never happen. That will never happen <laughs> because the lobbyists at the big firms, the H and R blocks, and made it more confusing than what it was back when the postcard yeah. was put out there. If you made it easier on everybody, we would cease to exist. Exactly. <laughs> and frankly, you know, it's a uh, necessary evil at yes. this point. We, you know, we can go to Congress. We can email our senators yeah. and just say, "Hey, we want to make the tax code easier." But until that happens, it's not going to be any easier. It's not going to be any easier. And that's why Jeff is here to say, look, you know, and Jeff has said, hey, if they wanted to make it easier, I'd find something else to do. Exactly. Jeff's going to flat tax. In. Boom. You're yeah, done. <laughs> flat tax. Boom. You're done. Uh, maybe you don't need me as much as you no. might. 
uh, Jeff's going to go be a farmer. That's right. When be that cool. happens. Drive yeah. some John Deere's around. <laughs> yeah. But that's not going to happen. And anytime soon from what we see, that's really not going to happen. It's not the way it is. So you have to work with the system that we're yes. given. And it's a very complex system. The tax code is 70,000 pages, seven Bibles worth. Yes. It's a, that's a lot of reading. Written on that real flimsy paper. <laughs> and uh, the, the question is, how can I work within the system to keep a little bit more of my money to use That's the it. tax code? They have written into the tax code, baked it in, that there are huge benefits for corporations, but they've also thrown us a bone, too. There's a bunch that they've tossed out there for us, just Little on guys, individuals. Yeah, yes. Like you and me, and yeah. you're a small business. Exactly. So there's small business things that you can do. Jeff is a small business specialist, actually. So if you opened up that flower shop or you, you finally took COVID and said, look, I'm going to you know, quit the job and finally That's open right. up my own uh, consulting business or yeah. something. Now you're a business owner. Exactly. Now you have different tax liabilities. Yeah. Completely different tax liabilities. Completely different. I never knew until I started talking to Jeff that the money that comes out of my paycheck to go into my Social Security, to go into my yes. um, Medicaid or Medicare or whatever, um, that is matched by my employer. Yes, dollar I, for dollar. I had no idea that Mr. Dorsey was matching that dollar for dollar. That's the law. He's a nice guy, isn't he? Yeah. What is that called? <laughs> Employment tax. Yes. And business owners have yes. to pay it. Have to pay it. If you work for yourself and you're self-employed, you have to pay your taxes and the, the employment exactly the employment tax, the match. Your, so you're the employer slash employee. So you got to pay both now. Yeah. I never knew that that's how it worked. Yeah. So when you're a small business, things like that pop up, mm-hmm. and you have to make sure that even given that double taxes, uh, and it's going to me ultimately. Exactly. It's still going to your account. It's going to your Medicare. It's going to your Social Security account. I just have That's to pay whole, it now instead yeah, of it's a whole other, whole other debate. <laughs> right. So knowing that, you say, well, how can I be profitable knowing that even, you know, my tax liability has increased? Yes. And Jeff can even kind of do a, a, a full um, – uh, audit of of your exactly. business. It's, it's an audit. Basically, we're looking at profit loss statements, balance sheets. Um, sometimes we see stuff that is omitted, and not intentionally, but it's. Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to put that there. And we'll help you stay compliant from that angle. Yeah. So, do you pay taxes? The answer is yes. Yes, <laughs> everyone does. Um, so, and if you don't, call me. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to hear what's going on in your world yeah. uh, and how you were able to do that. So the Jeff Zufall is here. If you pay taxes, you pay taxes not just on April 15th, but every single every time, time you get paid. You get a paycheck. Some money is coming out and going somewhere. Yes. How do we keep more of that in our paychecks, in our bank accounts, with the full uh, authorization of the U.S. federal government? <laughs> You know, we can full faith and credit of the right. U.S. government. We can do things that are probably illegal, but how do we keep a little bit more money in the legal way? Yes. Jeff can take a look and figure that out for you. He's already helping us keep some money. So just say, what's that FSA that Josh is doing? Or, <laughs> hey, I've got a lot of medical bills that exactly. I know I pay every year. How can I pay that with tax free money? Efficient, yes. Tax efficient money. Yes. Give Jeff a call, 636 394 5524. CapitalAdvisoryGRP.com is the website. Now, now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's get into the meat of the show today. The Inflation Reduction Act was passed. Yes. And, and this is, was this the, the Build Back Better light? Yes. 
Exactly. So the, it's referenced. If you see this written anywhere, you're going to see it as IRA. And most people automatically assume. But this is a tax show, an yeah, IRA. Individual is, retirement account. Yeah. It's not. It's the Inflation Reduction Act. They um, could have named it something yeah, because the name, it's it honestly, there is no reduction in inflation. This thing is not going to do anything. Yeah. It's a it's a push basically, um, but there's some. How many uh, how many acronyms exist in Washington oh, D.C.? There's too many. IRS, IRA, too many. everything's two three IRAs. digit. Yeah, yeah. So FCC. Every, yeah, everything's three digit. So, um, but in the Inflation Reduction Act, they're now starting to come along and actually do a little um, cleanup work, if you want to call it. Okay. Um, so there's uh, six little changes. Passed Congress, you know, the House and the Senate. It's passed. Oh, it's a bill. It's it's a real life law. It's out there. It's going. Um, this is this one has uh, the the tax credits for yes. the electric automobiles. Yes. Um, uh, so, but now they're refining what's taken place because part of that was like the the EV or electric vehicles. There was a debate over who could actually be in it, car wise, car manufacturer wise, models. Um, they're starting to actually get down to where it's it's normal, if you want to call it that. <clears throat> so refining it, yes. You know, now and, that and, this, and I love how they voted on something, and they say, "Oh, great! Now it's passed. Now yeah. let's now, now let's, let's fix it. <laughs> now let's actually make it, yeah, a real th- something." So everybody was panicking on the corporate minimum tax, um, and the and the trick to the corporate minimum tax is this: it's it's for C corporations that, that are basically taxed at a flat twenty one percent. Um, regardless of their size. But if you're Home Depot, and we've talked about this before, you have a whole floor or team of accountants and attorneys that figure out how you don't pay any tax, or GE didn't pay taxes for years. So now they've come along with this 15% minimum tax on C-corporations. The trick is... No no matter how many deductions you can find, no matter how many tricks... Pathetically. You can... (laughs) Hoops, you can jump through loopholes that you've created for yourself... Um, using lobbyists that yes. you know, have steak dinners with the Congress people, no matter how many of those you've created, you still have to pay a bare minimum of 15%. 15% is what they're saying. So this is for corporations that uh, basically have a billion dollars or more for three consecutive years. Um, and basically this tax only applies to the excess of that billion dollars now. It's not a flat tax, straight across the board, 15% oh, on. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> That's where everybody read it, and we're like, oh, okay, you know, you got a billion dollars worth of revenue. You're going to pay 15% on that. Nope. It's now the first billion, um, and it's basically rolling back for three consecutive years um, and saying the it basically first dollar over a billion is where it goes. So, um there's your first little adjustment. <laughs> so so walk this back for me. What kind of corporations is this hitting? It's only going to hit C corporations, true corporations. Over a billion dollars. Um, over a billion in dollars revenue. in so revenue. Who is that? Home Depot, GE, um, Coca-Cola. The I big guys. 200 and something billion dollars in revenue. Um, so it's the big guys, basically. But there's already little loopholes now kicking in. So it's not on the full dollar. It's only in the first dollar over a billion. Over a billion, dollars. so you can make a billion dollars be tax free. Yeah, but if you make uh, two billion, you You're got paying fifteen percent on, on a billion. Two. Yeah, on, on a billion. On a billion yeah, above. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. The math. So, so that's the first little. It really doesn't kind of hurt anybody. But there's your first little tax law that they've already kind of started to so hack they, away at. The big guys have already said mm-hmm. they've gotten a uh, billion dollars. Get, kind gets of, to slide. Yeah. Gets to slide away. 
Okay. So there's one. Um, corporate, this is one that really does uh, corporate stock buybacks, um, where they're saying that, you know, this was the one uh, a couple of politicians really went after saying, oh, that's not fair. It's only for the rich. Um, it's a 1% excise tax if they buy back their own stock from shareholders. Um <laughs> Is that going away too now? No, it's not going away. Um, it just it doesn't take effect till 2023. Um, and there's some so tricks. They're, they're going to do it now. Yeah, there's some tricks. They can hurry up and do it now, bypass it. And We've got three months left, boys. And, and now if it's a, a non-selling shareholder, it's not going to be an actual 1% excise tax. It's going to end up falling into capital gain territory. Here we it's go. It's a little complex, but there's another change there. Mm-hmm. Um, so electric vehicle credits. Um, sure. Are the same, okay. Um, but it's a credit up seventy five hundred bucks um, to buy a new EV, and that that's now extended to twenty thirty two, which is kind of cool. Um, and then the uh, manufacturer's threshold used to be two hundred fifty thousand vehicles. They actually lowered it to two hundred thousand vehicles. Um, and at two hundred thousand plus, it causes the vehicles to, the that model in a sense to be phased out of that credit. So if they had, uh, let's just take one, you know, uh, example of a, uh, the new electric Ford Mustang. Yes. Okay. If they, in, in 2022, if they sell more than 200,000 units, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't get the credit. But what they're doing is now they've repealed it after 2022. So starting in 2023, that doesn't matter now. So if they sold five hundred thousand and twenty three, they all get, get the credits. It. Okay, yes. because what they but, were saying was this car is so popular right yeah. now, uh, it doesn't need our help. It doesn't need the help. To, but they're to trying get. to push people into yes. EVs. Yes, but when you know the cars are flying off the shelves, mm-hmm. they're like, well, we don't need to push people. We don't need to give people a bonus. They're going to buy them anyway. So if you ever went to the IRS's website, looked, I think you did that. Looked at the vehicles that were yeah. listed. They gave you. The manufacturer like the and the model wasn't there because, because they sold, sold too many, so many Priuses. But if you bought your vehicle, your Prius in 2022, you don't get the credit. But if you buy it in 2023, from what they're saying and so beyond, rid of that, they no. get you get the credit. Well, I like that. Yeah, so all it's right. kind of cool. So yeah. that's a, a good adjustment. That opens it up a little bit more. Yeah. So all the vehicles are now. Well, so, and is do they still have that exception where it has to be built in the U.S. or the well, battery got, has to be sourced? Got some income thresholds on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and some cost. So I think it's uh, $80,000 for an SUV or a van or a pickup truck. Eighty grand's the cap. You can't go higher than $80,000. If you, if you have the money to buy something that's more than eighty, like that new uh, Hummer yeah. EV, <laughs> if you have the money to buy that, you don't get You don't need a credit. You don't yeah. need a credit. Yeah. You've, you've got exactly. you're probably living on Easy Street. Yeah, and it's fifty five grand for just your regular passenger vehicles. So they've redefined that. Mm-hmm. From an income threshold, um, it's 150000 single, 300 joint. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, most people should make that cut and be able to do it. Um, used credit. Uh, so if you buy a used EV, it can't cost any more than 25000 for a used vehicle, and you get a $4,000 credit. So before before they said, hey, we'll give you a credit of four grand, but they never had a, a cap on price. Now they have a cap on price. So 25000 or less, and you get a $4,000 credit for a used EV. So this thing, should we just kind of say, you know, there's only three months left in this year. Yeah, 23 we, looks a lot better than 22. If you're looking <laughs> at buying an electric vehicle, 
give Jeff a call, 636-394-5524, because you can take advantage mm-hmm. of the the tax credit. Inflation Reduction yeah. Act tax credit that's built in for that 7500 bucks. That could, you know, that, oh, that's... That's nothing to sneeze can, at. No, yeah. I mean, that's, really... It's a big difference. Go so. a long way in, yes. into deciding what vehicle. Should I buy an electric vehicle or should I yeah. get the, the, reg- the gas version? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that could go a long way. Definitely. So, um, and there's there's some weird, um, how do I want to say it? Uh, some of the, you know, whether it has to be manufactured in the U.S., they realize when they put those rules out originally that none of the cars qualified. Yeah, oops. Um, it's like, oops. Mm. So that's still. I mean, it's, a, it's a global economy yeah, now. It's still getting reworked. Um, there will be some. The, the good news on that is it did spark some uh, new battery manufacturers that are going to be based out of the U.S. that manufacture in the U.S. I think Ohio, California, um, maybe like Phoenix, that. something I like, like that. that. US, made yeah. in the USA. So that's the good good news on that. So um, the other thing on it is your home energy credits. Um, so it's a 30% residential clean energy credit. So basically it's a 30% credit. Um, that was going to expire in 2023 has now been extended to 2032. So either somebody's dyslexic and they just flipped their numbers or right. they intentionally did this. <laughs> um, but basically, it's also for a battery storage technology. So before it was solar panels, wind, if you could figure out how to put a windmill on your house and your HOA would let you do it. Um, more power to you, you know, solar panels, all that fun stuff. But you got a 30% credit um, as you went forward. And it's a non-business energy property credit, um, but it's up to 12, or I'm sorry, yeah, 1200 bucks max. Okay. So 30% or 1200 whatever is greater. Um, it'll also give you, you know, uh, for windows, exterior windows, skylights, all that fun stuff. And that might, so, if you were thinking about putting solar panels in, exactly. you were thinking about um, doing something like that, getting new windows mm-hmm. or, or whatever there, inside of this Inflation Reduction Act are a lot of tax things yes. that we can take advantage of. Yes, a so, bunch. Um, don't do anything that <laughs> until you call Jeff because it could it really influence when you want to do these things. Yes how you want to do them, or if you do them in the first place. Yeah. Like, you know, if I tell my wife, hey, we were solar panels would be great. Yeah. And then if I come home to her and say, well, we can get a $1,200 credit. <laughs> and, you know. We Cost might, you 25000 and put yeah. them on, but you get 1200 bucks. No. We might have a guy up on the roof tomorrow. We don't know. You know? Exactly. Well, yeah, uh, I had only, a neighbor yeah. that did that. And, mm-hmm. uh, his reasoning wasn't because he was a big tree hugger or something. He just. Hated Amron, yeah, <laughs> for whatever reason, yeah. Or he hated the electrical company. I don't yeah. remember uh, if we were on um, whatever grid, but it, it's it could really sway you. And the worst part is you were going to do this and didn't take exactly the credit. Take that's the credit. Out there. So that's what we like to say on this show. There are things out there in the tax code, yes, for us. But nobody told us about it. Yeah. See, there was a, we had a big regret years ago, maybe 10 years ago, they had golf carts. And if the golf cart was street legal, where it had a horn and it had mirrors and blinkers and all that fun stuff, you could actually deduct your golf cart. And it was a one-time shot in the tax code. Yeah. And we're like, oh, that's impossible. Nobody's going to let that through. And sure enough, it was real. But we didn't take it. 
But you I didn't wish, take it. I wish I would have. Because <laughs> didn't, you didn't know about it. You, you it sounded way too good to be yeah. true. But that'll never happen, but and then it did. Apparently, a senator or congressperson needed a new golf cart, and they're like, hey, let's make these deductible. Oh, got to love the pork. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the pork But that was the, the precursor to these EVs because um, a golf cart, most of the golf cart had the electric golf cart. So yeah. It was pretty funny. So the idea is Congress passes these things. They put certain things in there. Believe it or not, they say, hey, let's give the little guy a little something. There's a little, little trickle yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, just to make sure that maybe we get reelected at some point, uh, we'll give a big tax break to GE, but we'll also give the little guy something. Yes. But they don't send their aides out to our houses to tell no. us, hey, you know, this hey, is what we This did is what you. you can do. Exactly. You know, here's the thing. Maybe I will mm. vote for your reelection. <laughs> If you just told me, yeah, tell me what's in it. Tell uh, me what's in this yeah. bill that I could personally take advantage of, and then I can say I give credit to X Y Z politician. Yes, here's my vote. Come November. Yep. But they don't do that. They don't do it. No. So it takes because the aides write all the bills. That's why. Yeah, they don't even know what's <laughs> in there. Um, you know, they passed uh, Affordable Care Act before yeah. we even got to read it. Yeah. You know, that's that was the famous one. <laughs> so that's what this show is for. Jeff Zufall, Capital Advisory Group. Keep what's yours. It's the name of the book, and you can go to the website, capitaladvisorygrp.com. You can get a free copy of the book to your house. Sit down, take a look at it, dog ear a couple pages. Mm-hmm. Call Jeff, 636-394-5524, and say, I heard you talking on the show. Uh, we might want to do solar panels. We definitely wanted to buy an electric vehicle. How can we do this in the most tax-efficient way possible? Because I'm not going to read the tax code. Exactly. You do it for me. Exactly. And the money that you let us keep, the money that we save, uh, is worth oh, driving out to oh, the yeah. office and having a, a the consultation. little sit down. Exactly. So the, so the last one in here is excess business losses. So this one was kind of hidden in there. But basically, if you're a sole prop, um, an, an, an individual trust, you have an estate or what's called an S corporation, partnerships, LLCs, anything that's a pass-through, you were capped basically for 2022, your losses. So just it just went terribly wrong for you, and you lost a ton of money. You were capped at 270 grand um, for single, and they, they reference this as unmarried, um, and 540,000 for married joint followers. Basically, it's Basically, what they've done is they've extended this now to 2028. So in the past, it was going to expire, um, but now the, 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 the caps are you can do whatever you want to do, basically, and it's going to run out there for a while. So okay. it'll be extended to 2028. So if you're a business owner and you just literally got ran over by a truck for whatever reason, it's now to your advantage. So okay. that's the one that was hidden out there. So, Well, there's a couple of things. You know, we, we read the bill um, you know, these things are like 40 pages, 40,000 yeah. pages long. Yeah. We read parts of the bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that it's becoming more of a reality, now that 2023 yeah. is looming out there. Coming around the corner. Yeah. Are actually going to start getting in play. Uh, they're starting to make some tweaks. And, you know, if you're somebody like me and says, you know, tax the corporations, <laughs> um, a little disappointed that yeah. they get a billion dollar. <laughs> Kind of right off, right yeah, off the top. Right off the top. But, you know, they also threw in there for electric vehicles, you know, sky's the limit. Exactly. You know, go out and buy an EV and yep. take your tax credit. 
so there's some good things. There's some, you know, tweaks. There's some bad things. There'll be more. On, you know, there's more coming. How you um, feel. But uh, the, the more that this becomes a reality, then we can start using it. Exactly. Use it to your advantage. So um, they're, they're tweaking it before they, you know, push it out on the street and yes. say, have at it. Yes. The only way to access these things is to know what's in the tax code. Exactly. Know what's in the Inflation Reduction Act, which means uh, calling your your congressperson and getting the aide on the phone and, and having them <laughs> saying, read "Hey, why did you. you write that in there?" Yeah. <laughs> or mm-hmm. you can get Jeff Zufall, which is a lot easier to get yes. on the phone six three six three nine four five five two four. If you pay taxes, and if you hate paying taxes, yeah, Jeff should really be the, need to talk. <laughs> the person that you need to call. All right, taxes, they are a necessary evil. Roads, bridges, yes. schools, all that stuff. But I don't want to pay more than my fair share. Yes. And there, if I don't do anything, chances are I'm probably paying more than I have to. Pretty much. And, <clears throat> don't and pay we, any more than what you're legally obligated right. to. And here's the thing. We did the flex spending account, the FSA, for my son's schooling. We kept 1200 bucks. This year we're going yes. to try to maximize it and keep $2,400. Yes. $2,400. Who needs that money more, the federal government or me? You. <laughs> so it's not like I'm I'm screwing the government exactly. out of any money. I'm actually getting to keep it's some put money. Put on the books and the go- for I, your advantage. I always love this image. I know it never happens, but in the IRS, and in, in whether it's in Austin or Kansas City or, yeah. or Utah, somebody reads my tax return <laughs> and they – Go over to Big Bell. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, my God. There's a guy in St. Louis. He used this, yes. He used the tax code to his advantage. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. oh, you know, popping champagne. You know? <laughs> we got one. So the only way to actually get a hold of these things and, and find real tax savings, or in this case, tax keepings, yes, is to get somebody on your side to look at your stuff. That will actually sit down, strategize, put something together, and... You know, Help you go forward. I think our first meeting, I brought to you uh, last year's tax returns, uh, a couple of paycheck stubs. Yes. Uh, we had a conversation. Josh, what it, what is your life like? What do you look like on paper? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a house. I've got a, a child. I'm married. You know, I have one job. She has one job. Uh, then you go from there. Yeah. And that's super we, simple. We it's, a conver- it's a conversation that leads down that path. And we come back every three months. Yep. And I know that open enrollment is coming up. It's right around the corner. (laughs) We just got uh, the booklet in the mail for my wife's job. And that's where we can look at 2023. Exactly. Say, how do we keep more? this out. Exactly. How do we keep more of 2023 is literally here, whether you realize it or not. It's time. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And that's funny. It's October of 2022. Yeah. It's time to plan out 2023. And if you don't want to keep more of your money, then don't do anything. Yeah. But, and you just keep giving the feds more money than what they should. So, And, and I hate that. Look, yeah. I love taxes. Okay. <laughs> Rephrase that. <laughs> I'm fine with taxes. Yes, yes. But I don't want them to get any more than, than what, what you have to. Than what you have to. So Legally give, obligated to pay. Absolutely. Give Jeff a call, 636-394-5524, capitaladvisorygrp.com. Keep what's yours. You go to the website, top corner. There's a red button that says, get my book. Yes. Get the free book. Keep what's yours. Thumb through it. Dog ear a couple pages. Go in to see Jeff and get a consultation and say, these are a couple of things that I think will work for me. What do you think, Jeff, will come up? We're all individual tax. My tax obligation is not like yours. It's exactly. Not like anyone that is listening right now. Um, somebody might say, well, Josh, I'm married and have a young child, too. And it's like, great. But there's all little quirks in it. And everybody's a snowflake. 
right. off by themselves. So there's things yes. that people can take advantage of that I'm doing that I talk about. Exactly. But there's also things that they probably can't do. Yeah. So just get a, you know, a tax kind of consultation with Jeff and find out what you can and can't take advantage of and keep a little bit more of your money. We'll go to commercial break and when we come back, October is financial planning month. Yes, it is. It's 2023 now. <laughs> it's here. How do we make sure that we keep more of our money in the new year? We'll talk about it because it's never too early. Exactly. Be ready to start planning. Keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall on the Big 550 KTRS. Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Back in the Big 550, back to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. Talking taxes every weekend. Do you pay taxes? Yes. 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 <laughs> Everyone says yes. Are you paying more than what you have to? That's the question that nobody worries about. And unless you have someone like Jeff taking care of you, you the answer is probably yes, yes. I am probably paying more than what I technically have to. Yes. Federal government puts out a tax code. The uh, Congress people write it. Well, their aides write it. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, the only problem, they never tell anybody what's in it. Yeah. So I could be taking advantage of things that you know I don't even know exist. Well, just like the Inflation Reduction Act, it's put out there. It's refined over a period it's of changed, time, and it'll you know, change a little bit. And then you go, ooh, I could use that piece of it or that piece of it. So if I had so, somebody audit my tax situation, my tax liabilities, five years ago, I mean, things have changed. A bunch. Yeah. A whole bunch. But technically, you can only go backwards three years to amend a return if sure. there's an issue. So, But I, I mean, if like somebody looked at my my life ooh, and they said, you could take advantage most of these definitely. things. Oh, yes. Five yes. years from now. Um, you extremely know. different. And that's why I said going into commercial break, we sat down with Jeff at tax time. You did our taxes, but we've shown up again in August mm-hmm. to kind of say, all right, what are we looking yeah. like What's now? Next stuff? You know, third yeah. quarter, yeah. Uh, fourth quarter stuff, yep. um, because we can make changes to everything. And October is financial planning month. And it's when your HR department starts sending that booklet out. Yes. And you look at that thing and go, oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. This again, open enrollment. Yes. This is when you start signing up for these things that are going to let you keep more of your money. Exactly. In 2023. Exactly. So what kind of things are we looking at here? So basically, big picture financial plan wise um, for the month of financial planning. There was a study that was done in 2021 by Schwab, um, and it basically is a wealth survey. It said that only 33% of Americans said that they had a written financial plan, okay, which means basically a third of people had a written financial plan. Um, But the people without a plan, 42% said they didn't have enough money to need a plan. 19% didn't basically have time to make a plan, and 22% responded it was too complicated to make a plan. Everybody needs something. It could be written on a piece of yellow notebook paper. Here's my plan. It could be that easy. I'm going to do X and X, and that's it. But typically what you're looking to do is it's as simple as maybe do a budget. I mean, that could be the first step. Yeah. Super simple. Um, What's but, coming in? What's going on? Exactly. Retirement calculator. The question is, do you know what your 401K or your IRA is going to be worth when you retire? Oh, man. That's 30 and, years from now, Jeff. Exactly. And so there's there's – there's estimators in a sense because you don't want to go into it with, uh, oh, if I make 6%, my account will be worth $15 billion then. 
it'll never happen that way. Everybody's seen what's taken place in the market so far yeah. this year. It's not a pretty sight. Right. We had a couple of days of uh, glory uh, Monday, Tuesday this week. Came roaring back um, and it kind of just tapered off. Um, so the question is, you can't say, oh, if I just take $1,000 at 6%, it's compounding interest over time. That's what you need to look at. They go, ooh, I need to put $100 more a month away or $50 more away a month. That's financial planning. Yeah. That's what a plan will actually help you do. And you say that people don't think they make enough to, to do a financial plan. Oh, my gosh. No, everybody what, does. Everybody <laughs> does. Everybody yes. needs to have exactly. a plan in place. And you said sit down and do a budget. Well, if I had budgeted last year. Exactly. Uh, hello, inflation. Kind of blew that up. So that you budget need to is gone revamp now. it. Yeah. Exactly. And again. If I'm just going out and doing the exact same thing I did this time last year. I'm looking at my accounts saying, why are they so wait, much lower? You're like, wait a minute. So, again, here's the here's the, the $20 million question. <clears throat> when you build a plan, you typically take inflation and you inflate your future income down the road to say if you make 50000 today and you add a 3% inflation factor to it, it's you know $130,000 in 10 years. And you're like, wait a minute. That's the same dollars that you're bringing in today. It's just your purchasing power is less. Mm-hmm. But again, if you take it an inflation of eight and a half percent or eight point three and run it out, it's a crazy number. But your money has to stay up with inflation as you go forward. That's the biggest issue that most people get tripped up in the oh, I made a ten percent rate of return or a you know fifteen or I lost ten. The concept is you really want your money just to stay up with inflation as you go forward. And right now it's really tricky. So, and that's, I think, where people get tripped up. It's like, oh, I just did a, a, you know, I saw a math equation online, you know, um, one of these guru guys that Mm -hmm. does the the nationwide speeches and and everything. But you need to someone really sit down and look at you. Exactly. You can't just take the numbers that they give. That they throw out there. Because everyone. It'll never happen. It'll never happen that way. And you might have done a math equation without taking into account inflation. Inflation. Or you, maybe the market in five years, you know, again, the, this goes in the accumulation stage versus the distribution stage. In the accumulation stage, if you have a 10% decline in the market right out of the box, it's not that big of a deal. But if you have a 10% decline in the distribution stage in the first year, that's an issue. That's a huge issue. And if you're going forward and you're looking at your account and you're saying, Oh, I got a million dollars there in my in my tax deferred IRA. Exactly. Are you taking into account the fact that the federal government still hasn't taxed you on that yet? You have a joint account with the IRS. With the IRS. They own a piece of it. And the question, well, what do I owe them? Great question. Depends on where you're at. <laughs> it depends on what tax bracket you're in. Yes. When you take it out, how exactly. your your required minimum distribution is dispersed. This is all very complicated yes. stuff. And you need someone to walk you through it because, I mean, I've tr- I've tried to think about doing yeah. it on my own. And it just, you know, once you get to a certain part, your head explodes because <laughs> you're just like, I didn't even think of that. Now well, I'm going to start all over again. Exactly. Well, there's the part of the actual numbers calculation that you run forward. Um, you know, hey, do I have enough? Do I need to put more away? But also, where are you going to be tax-wise as you go forward? Because a lot of people will say, oh, hey, you got a million bucks, but do you really have a million bucks? You know, do you take that as lump sum? Do you take it as a a income stream? And if you do, what bucket of money do you take it from? And what bucket of money do you pay tax on? Which ones you don't? For instance, if I had a million dollars in there uh, at retirement, 65, 
Mm-hmm. And I, said, I want all. I want to take all of it out. So today's tax bracket, uh, 37% federal um, plus, say, a 5% Missouri state plus a 3.8% excise tax. So that is, let's just a, say it's, it's almost 40, some odd 45%. 45% of that is going in taxes. So you'd get a million dollars. Four fifty would be your tax bill, hypothetically. I'd get five fifty. Yeah, you get five fifty in your pocket. Yeah. The big five fifty. <laughs> uh, out of a million, and yes. it's like, whoa, you know, I it's was a playing, bunch. Yeah, I thought yeah. I had a million dollars in there. Well, you could take it out strategically, exactly, or do some income planning yes. with that, or uh, retirement planning with that, and make sure that maybe. You're only taxed $200,000. Exactly. Or two fifty dollars or something. You always have a buddy in the IRS when you do those tax-deferred IRAs. Exactly. You have to keep in mind, when are you going to take it out? How are you going to take it out? Exactly. Because the tax on it is different. Exactly. And October is a great time to do the October Financial Planning Month. Great exactly. idea. Yeah. Because as you've always told us, by the time we get here, We've already got nine, ten months under yeah. our belt of of income. We can kind of predict what the rest of the year is going Looks to look like. like. Exactly. So we, be somewhat accurate on it. We can run tax models and say, yeah. should I do a Roth conversion now? Should yeah. I contribute a little bit more uh, to the 401k before the year runs out? Should yes. I do this? Should I do that? And know what the tax implications of that are going to exactly. be. Exactly. Um, so the converting to Roth into the years coming up. It's the time to start. Don't do it yet. <laughs> but it's the right. time to start thinking it through um, and putting your ducks in a row, if you want to call it that. Trying to get rid of that IRS as a buddy mm-hmm. in my IRA. Exactly. Try, maybe I'll, I'll take out a hundred grand exactly. this year, pay uh, you know a 24% tax on it. Exactly. And uh, pocket it into an account that is just mine now. Yeah. And something else that's kind of the, I say the, the big piece of this is basically, on the uh, Medicare, okay. So Medicare premiums, basically, you're on six. You're 65 or older. You're paying Medicare premiums through your Social Security, hypothetically, if you've already turned it on. If not, you get a bill. So one of the things to look at is if you have a Roth conversion, are your income thresholds? What's taking place is if you are married, filing joint. If you make more than a, and this is basic, technically retired, but on Medicare or, or maybe even working still. One hundred ninety-four thousand dollars. Your your standard cost is one hundred sixty-five. Basically, we'll say one hundred sixty-five bucks a month. But if you make more than one hundred ninety-four thousand dollars in income, it's going to jump your monthly fee for Part B all the way up to two hundred thirty bucks. Um, if you're single, it's ninety-seven thousand, and it's going to jump it to two hundred thirty dollars also. And then there's income thresholds as you go forward. You could get as high as 560 bucks a month depending upon your income. So that's part of that IRA. When you hit retirement, if it's all IRA money, it's all going to be taxable income to you. So that's where the planning or the strategy from a financial plan comes into the play to say, hey, you still have the same dollars, but they have to be broken into the different buckets is yeah. the easiest way to do it. And that stuff is all confusing. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't have made it more confusing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I would love to see a system that's even worse than this. Yeah, I think you'll find one. <laughs> it's the one that we have. Yes. So how do we navigate it? We call Jeff. Yes. 636-394-5524. CapitalAdvisoryGRP.com is the website. Go there and get the free book. 
start making notes inside the book. Bring the book with you to your consultation and say, Jeff, these are the things that yes. we heard about on the radio. These are the things that we read about in the book. How can we be more tax efficient? Yes. And and I, I can only imagine that everyone can do something. Something. Could be a simple 401k, maybe an IRA. And then depending upon your tax situation, it could branch off and be multiple items that you do on an annual basis. October is, is financial planning month. October is the time that you can kind of guess what your tax liability is going to be yes. for the rest of the year. It's the time to start thinking about, should I start converting some of my IRA, my, my pre-tax IRA yes. to a Roth? Um, sh- what should I do with open enrollment? Yes. What are the things that are out there? The FSAs, the HF, the health savings accounts. Yes. You got a lot of medical bills yeah. that you're going to have to pay regardless. You know, oh, you know, I normally pay about $20,000 in medical bills every year. Well, start socking some money away exactly. into an HSA. Which would help you on a pre-tax basis. Reduce let, your taxable income. Let the government pay part of that. Yes, and, exactly. And, and keep your tax liability a little bit lower. Yeah. So there are always things for you to do in October. You know, we're, we're new to the month. Yeah. But now's the time to now's do it. Now's the time. <laughs> I love it. This is the time of year. Uh, leaves start falling off the trees, and Jeff starts getting people knocking on his door. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we need to start making yeah, some financial I need to plan. worry about this. And here's the biggest bullet point. It doesn't matter what you make. You know, uh, I got a tax guy, or I got, you know, my accountant. You know, mm. that's, what, that's what rich people talk about at the country club. No, it's what everybody needs to be talking about. Everyone. Because I guarantee you, I'm not, you know, hanging out with the blue bloods here, but I've got a tax guy. I've got a guy looking over my stuff, and I've got a guy that's going to help me with open enrollment, and his name is Jeff Zufall. (laughs) 636-394-5524. I can assure you, I don't have a lot, but what I do have, I want to keep as as much much as possible possible of it because I deserve it more than the government does. Yes. I'm okay with taxes. It's fine. You know, I'm not going to moan about it. It is what it is, but I'm not going to give them a penny more. That's right. So come and get me, IRS. And, and again, Jeff does it in a way that takes the tax code into account. These are the things that we can do. These are the things that we cannot do. Yes. <laughs> because we don't want the IRS to come after us. And, you know, if you do it the right way, they'll take a look at our tax returns and say, boy, that Gilbert... Yeah. That Gilbert kid got away with one again. We'll get him next year. (laughs) We'll get him next year. So get Jeff on the case. 636-394-5524 and get your free book from CapitalAdvisoryGRP.com. When we come back, wrapping the show up with a couple more conversations. Gold. Yes. There's gold in their hills. (laughs) And there might be some gold in your portfolio. Yes. We'll talk about it. Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Supal. Back on the Big 550 KGOs, back on Keep What's Yours with Jeff Supal talking taxes on the weekend. And Jeff, we have been over a lot of stuff today. Uh, the Inflation Reduction Act has yes. passed, but now it's been tweaked. Yeah. And once it starts, rubber hits the road, 2023. Start to use it for your advantage. January 1st, we can start using some of the stuff that's in there. So we need to know what's in there. Jeff can walk you through it. 
Uh, if I bring my stuff to you, you'll say, hey, you know what? This, this, you know. You could do this. You could do you this. Could do you that. could do that. Yeah. This is in the new bill. This actually changed, and you, you can't do that yeah. anymore. can't do that. So just bring <laughs> your stuff to Jeff, and he'll start working through it with you. Uh, if you hear something in the news or you read an article and you say uh, Inflation Reduction Act said something about solar panels, bring it to Jeff. That's right. You know, we can read this stuff, but implementing it is is a bit more tricky. Tricky, yes. So have <laughs> someone help you out with that. Um, gold. We've talked about gold before on this show, and it it kind of hurts my brain when I think <laughs> about, you know, people – uh, precious metals, the exactly the commodities markets. I don't, I don't know that this and that. You can buy gold. If Jeff, if I bought gold, do they mail me a gold bar? You get if you wanted. Um, they'll ship you a gold bar right to your house. It weighs a lot, and you got to find a spot to put it for security. Can't just like set it on the table and walk away. Well, I yeah, um, I could. They, you could. Have but... you seen my gold bar? <laughs> You know, wouldn't last long. And I've seen actually, you know, some gold bar, they look like my pinky finger. There's little guys. Little and then guys. there's the, the what everybody the, traditionally thinks of is this giant gold, gold bar. bar that weighs, you know, 200 I'm pounds. I'm thinking of Sean Connery yeah, hitting odd exactly. <laughs> gold finger with it, a giant gold bar. Yeah. Um, so, so gold, technically, everybody, gold, silver, you know, is the hedge against crazy markets, um, so on and so forth. So if you went down this path, um, it's it, you got to make sure because there's a un, very unique tax whammy that'll get you. Um, so typically, if you are buying uh, physical metals, gold, silver, um, and also goes down this path, you'll get a kick out of this. You guys talk about it on your show all the time. <clears throat> Artwork, antiques, vintage wines. Oh yeah. So if My you have your vintage wine, yes, your bottle of vintage wine. Um, rare coins and stamps are classified basically as collectibles. That's it. So, so typically when you buy and sell a stock, you either have a capital gain, capital loss. Yeah. Um, hold it for twelve months. It's a long-term capital gain, or you know, long-term capital loss, one or the other. Um, but what takes place is on collectibles. They basically they run to it's so you either have a fifteen or twenty percent capital gain rate on capital gains. Yep. So fifteen, the normal person pays fifteen percent. High income earners basically will pay twenty. Okay? And and that's different. That's better. Uh, this is getting into the weeds and when, where Congress people give gifts yeah. to their rich friends. <laughs> if, even if you're at twenty percent, that's better than your income tax exactly, which is going to be if you're a high income thirty five could 40%. be as high as thirty seven. But typically they yeah. tax these things at a minimum rate of twenty eight percent plus. Yeah. So. That's kind of the funny part is physical. Typically, if you buy physical gold, you hire a trustee. Trustee sits on it for you. They basically do the custody or what's called safekeeping. So if you ever want to sell it, you got to call the, the trustee, say, hey, I sold this gold. It needs to be moved from here to there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they take care of it, kind of like a mini Fort Knox. Sure. Um, even though they say Fort Knox is empty, but <laughs> right, it's a whole other story. Um but that's something that a lot of people are starting to venture off to with the weirdness of this market. Um, people, it used to be the hedge always for a down market was gold or silver. Um, not so much anymore. You hear the commercials all the time. Buy gold. Oh, yeah. 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 And so basically what that is is they want you to pay the trustee fee for someone to sit on your gold coins yeah. or sit on your gold bars. Um, but a lot of people do take it. They'll have it shipped to their house. They'll put it in their own you know, safe deposit box or their own, you know, vault at their home that's great but the most the bulk of these guys will make a trustee fee 
to hold your gold bars for you, your silver bars. So, so when I think about buying gold, or let's since they're all the same classification, gold, silver, my Picassos, um, the uh, artwork that I have, the vintage wines that I have. Yeah. But then I go and sell those. I saw a, a story that uh, uh, a Ming vase from China, yes. from you know the third century. Uh, was expected to sell for around $10,000, and it sold for $9 million. Yeah. Okay? That person just made a bunch of money selling that. But, but they're also going to pay a bunch of tax. <laughs> that, since it's a collectible, since yes. it's something they can hold in their hands, yes. uh, since it's a collectible, they pay ordinary income tax on that. Basically, that's what it is. Whereas if I had a stock that uh, I sat you, on for a long time and I sold. 15 or 20 maximum. Maximum is capital gains. Yeah. So a collectible pays income tax and a stock or something. Uh, pays a capital gains tax. Or a, a, a house. Yeah. Well, a primary residence, um, basically exempt. Secondary, so like a rental. Only, so I sold a rental property. Only if you, and they make some exclu- exclusions in there. But typically for a rental, basically if you're profitable, you're going to pay capital gains. Mm-hmm. Um, if you you know take a loss on it, you'll take a, a capital loss. So there are, are differences, though. There are gold shares. Yes. So you can have a, a mutual fund <clears throat> or an ETF based off gold that could be buying the the refiners, the miners. Um, I say manufacturers, if you want to call it that. Um, that the standard capital gain. But then if some of your mutual funds or your ETFs are actually buying the gold coins or the, the bullion, the physical, then yeah. it does come into a little bit of a different tax classification. So that's something to keep in mind. Yeah. If you are buying gold or precious models, yes. um, metals, or collectibles, as they call them, if you're buying those and then you go to sell them, you need to know that this isn't that's a right, capital that, gain. That Monet that you found in the trash can, you know, yeah. at the yard sale that the you just sale, sold for fifty yeah. million, you have a tax liability. <laughs> yeah, which is a lot higher than a general capital yes. gains tax. Yes. So just something to look out for. Um, and then that's the question of the day: Did did gold bars, you know, or gold coins lose its luster? In all of this crazy stuff, just because of the way it's taxed, yeah, depends on your tax situation. So, so. it's like, oh, I made some money, but you didn't yeah. make as much as you thought exactly. you would. Exactly. Because it's going off to the government. Yes. <laughs> and everybody needs to look at their IRA. And remember, if you did a tax deferred, the government is still is there your waiting partner to tax waiting. it. Yep. So how do we uh, do uh, sell my gold tax efficiently? How mm-hmm. do we cash in my 401k tax efficiently? How do I go up? Uh, my ordinary life yeah. in the most tax-efficient way. 636-394-5524. Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Go to the website, capitaladvisorygrp.com. Click on the button says, send me my free book. Get the book. Yes. Thumb through it. Dog ear a couple pages. Make some notes. Call Jeff, 636-394-5524. Get an appointment set. Go to the appointment yes. and just say, Jeff, this is my life on paper. Yes. How can we be more tax efficient? It's that easy. And if you hate taxes uh, and you're outside picketing, <laughs> outside of the, the city hall, say yeah. taxation is theft. 
Jeff should be the first person yes. you call. Yeah. And then go pick it. And then go pick it. <laughs> 636-394-5524. Give Jeff a call. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.